Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Quality Conversation Podcast, the show where we talk about whatever is on our mind. I am your host, Kevin, and I am joined by my co-host, Andy. Hello. How are we all doing? And how are you, Kev? I'm doing well, Andy. How are you? Yeah, good. I'm good. So we have a few things to talk about, a few things on the list. Mm -hmm. Um, So with that in mind, Andy, what's on your mind? Uh, what is on my mind? Well, there's there's a few interesting things happening. You know, there's um, first and foremost in the esports scene, there's the yes. Legends World Championship going on. The finals are in two days. Two days, which by, and, probably by the time yeah. I manage to get this out, it will have happened. It will happen. I'll, I'll, you know what? I will put the the hard effort into getting this out soon enough <laughs> maybe 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 if we're lucky i can at least get it on spotify before mm. the event happens yeah, i'm, so I'm gonna take i'm gonna try like 10 hours after the youtube upload usually like 10 or 12 hours afterwards i think well it's actually based on when i upload it to anchor and then oh, course, anchor, yeah. anchor puts it on spotify and apple and stuff so mm. we'll, we'll see we'll see so if you're listening to this <laughs> you may or may not be listening after the event but yeah, yeah, it's a pretty big deal for those who, you know, aren't me, who care about the League of Legends <laughs> World Championship. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I love League. I like playing League. I wouldn't say I love League. I enjoy playing League. But I know you're a big fan I of am the World Championship. Fan. So, you know, talk about that. Tell me. Uh, well, why? why? Why is this it's special? Just, it's just been on my mind because, you know, European boy european team in the finals you know big it's Euro pretty place. exciting it's um back-to-back finals for both china and for europe china which is china um yeah this one's even being hosted in europe so there's going to be a lot of excitement i think from the european fan base especially after uh fanatics last year of kind of getting blown out in the finals mm-hmm. 3-0 people are going to be really rooting in europe for you know that european win this year mm-hmm, and the, mm-hmm. the numbers in terms of viewership even for the semi-finals was pretty nuts really as like an esports event it's g2 which is the european team versus skt which is one of the the most decorated well it is the most decorated and one of the most well-known teams across the world being from korea um their semi-final pulled in almost two million concurrent viewers you know can i can i interrupt you to kind of express something that i think is interesting so i I don't care much for esports um i think i've talked about this i don't know if i talked about it on the podcast but i am the Mm. kind of person that like just i'm this way with both like sports and Mm -hmm. esports is that i don't really care to watch but I do like to know the conclusion because I would mm. rather be playing, right? So, like, when yeah. it comes to esports, it's like I could be watching it or I could just be playing it. Um, you know, I grew up playing basketball with my dad. And I will say I love live sports. Like, I got, mm. like, box tickets a little while back to the, like, last year to the, or no, maybe it was early in the in this year when it was the Nationals versus the Giants, and the Nationals won. And we had, like, box seats and, you know, I'm just drinking beer that I didn't pay for. <laughs> and, uh, you know, eating wings, eating hot dogs. And that was a lot, that was a lot of fun. Um, I used to go to a lot of hockey. And my dad and I love college basketball. And we would go to, like, George Mason games all the time because I'm in the D.C. Yeah. metro area. And I love that. But 
if you asked me to watch it on TV, I wouldn't be a huge fan. But mm. but that's like a personal preference. Yeah. And I but I recognize what's entertaining to people about watching this stuff. And what I think's crazy is the fact that like so many people have wanted to create this esports thing. And we've had yes. World of Warcraft arena tournaments, you know, where there was a big <laughs> prize. And like StarCraft has been big in Korea for tournaments and you know, G4 yeah. TV used to have like those tournaments on the shows where people compete for in like unreal or whatever and there was that one guy who was like big in esports for a while it was like the gamer grub guy who did like a lot of unreal <laughs> tournament and none of those have lasted they they die eventually and mm, what's yeah. crazy is how long league has lasted because yes i think what's sort of interesting is that sports just to finish my thought is that with with physical sports they kind of have this long lastingness to them. Making a new physical sport is kind of tough and becoming good mm -hmm. at it is really hard, but anyone can jump into a video game. So they try to make a, an, uh, an e-sport out of it and yeah. it ends up being kind of like it, it, it falls flat because the reality is the game eventually falls flat. People just play it a lot. They get tired of it. And, and the reality is, is that a lot of people, they don't just want to watch it. They want to play it and they watch it because they want to mm -hmm. see someone who's better than them play. Yeah. And so they eventually die or the game gets stale or, or it evolves in the wrong way because it gets constantly balanced. But League is still going. And League was out, yeah. what? 10 years anniversary. Right. has been going on. They, I mean, they did the whole announcement for the 10 year thing. We can, we can touch on that in a, a little bit. Um. But so that yeah, was what I wanted to say. I wanted to say it's yeah. crazy that League is still going and that these tournaments are so big when every other eSport has kind of, for lack of a better term, failed. Yeah, they've they've had... What is it? It's 10 years of League. We're in Season 9 of like their ranked seasons that they've gone through. There's been a lot of World Championships now. And it just seems to get bigger and bigger every championship, which is, like you said, it's lasted a long time, but the fact that it seems to still be growing is the most insane thing. It is. That's crazy. And, and like you said, physical sports, you know, why why esports seem to die off and games seem to die off is just because a newer, better game comes out because things are always going forward, right? Right. But how do you improve... How do you make soccer too? <laughs> right, right, right. How do you make soccer too? How do you make the next, you know, hand egg, the next yeah. football? You know, like how... what's what's the next big thing that you can do there apart from oh, let's change up the rules a little bit, and then people will just be like, oh, well, that's just shitty, and you know, the the biggest change is probably... baseball, modern warfare. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just people in camouflage running around like oh we don't know where the outfield is so let's just try and hit it somewhere we know i'm not fence. a big fan of these maps because you can hit the ball from like 12 different directions <laughs> but man there's yeah there's there's something so crazy about it because nobody's I, I made this map better in 10 years <laughs> sorry sorry what do you mean there's still only two goals come on guys come Innovate. on blizzard get it right <laughs> come on why is that why is that net not gay come on, 
What, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> ba- that net is banned in China and yes. Russia. So only one team can win. That's perfect for China and Russia. <laughs> only the Chinese or Russian team can win. Yes. Um, but yes, the the numbers, yeah. I, I pulled up a couple. Mm-hmm. So um, because it came up on my Twitter feed during the semifinals for G2 and SKT. Okay. Um, so an average concur- concurrent viewership of 1.9 million. Now, okay. that's insane. That is incredibly insane. And That's 1.9 million people more interested than I am. <laughs> the most <laughs> insane thing that I find, though, is that's 900,000 more concurrent viewers than last year's semifinal. Oh. 900,000 more than last year. Wow, that's impressive. And I th- a lot of that is likely due to, you know, it's based in Europe. The European server and player base for League of Legends is pretty huge. I'd, I'd say in terms of player base, it's China, and then it's Europe, and then you've got North America as like your viewership where you can get so many because what tends to happen with the European viewership is they have a lot of different languages mm-hmm. in a what is essentially a pretty small region when you think about it in terms of geographically. Yeah, you really. Can put, you, you can fit a lot of Europe into the same amount of space as North America. Yeah. Uh, and all those different languages get split up into different streams. So you've got like 15,000 over in Spain. You've got 20,000 in a German stream. You've got 6,000 in a Polish stream. Right. Um, but I think everyone, like, they tuned into the big main event stream and you see that all that influx of all these different things just coming together and it's just a massive thing. And, you know, you look at the the arenas that some of these are played in, you like, the teams for you know, physical sports that sometimes play in these arenas don't even fill them. Right. Yet these esports are absolutely filled to the brim, pretty much a fire hazard <laughs> with so many people there. And that's the most insane thing. Uh, it was and... actually, I, I didn't think I was going to find it funny, but it actually was pretty funny. Um, there's like a, a skit done by like, um, you know, uh, SNL where they sent oh, like a sportscaster yeah. to because their guy who was doing the League of Legends cast was like six. So they sent this sportscaster and he didn't know what it was. He thought it was like like the legends of sports, like coming out of retirement <laughs> to play a game or something. And, and it wasn't. And he and then he they're like they it's like now we hear the coach of Team Shadow Strike or whatever because they made up names uh, yeah. is there on the floor. Could you get an interview with him? And it's like the captain's name was the uh, Double Pump, <laughs> which is of course making fun of Double Lift, right? And it's yeah. just this like Asian guy going, like looking retarded, like looking really stupid, and um. And then at the end of it, they had the sports guy be like super confused because these girls run up and are like, oh, my God, I love you. And he's like, you want to go back to my hotel? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and had like 10 girls follow him back. And I'm like, I mean, that's real, though. Yeah. Like, like these guys are superstars. These yes. these fat or skinny, you know, like either either ginormous or or emaciated, pale pizza eating g fuel snorting people are getting more sex than everybody else you know and that's like it's real these people are really famous now 
yeah did did a, it is it's um did a hundred and you know did, did 1.9 million people uh really get all that excited for the most recent tennis match i don't know you know what i mean mm-hmm. but like that's pretty yeah. crazy that's pretty yeah. crazy I think that the the appeal of League of Legends, and I think the the only other esport that I can really parallel League of Legends with is Counter Strike. Yeah, because it still in goes in terms of just how long it's been going. Like Counter Strike has been going for, and it's still not long. dead. And yeah, you look at the numbers that Counter Strike um, tournaments pull in as well. There's some pretty nuts numbers. Every time there's a major, it's like two hundred thousand plus people, and and you know there's tournaments happening all the time, and I think it's it's just that appeal of you see kind of like the five man six man units mm-hmm. kind of coming together, and there's so much variance in each match because no no soccer match, no football match is ever the same, mm-hmm. and when you look at League of Legends, and you look at something like Counter Strike, the the tactics and all the different variables make it so interesting to watch because it's never going to be the same, and you know anything essentially could happen. And you're watching these players that can do the best of like everything in the game. Mm-hmm. You're like, Gee, I didn't even know that that was possible. Right. Like, sometimes you you'll watch someone like like Lionel Messi. You'll watch your Cristiano Ronaldo's. You know. And if you're watching them live and you see them just do something that's like, you're like, whoa! I never even like, considered it's, that. It's, it's, it's the same effect. Like, oh, how can someone like physically be at that condition and be able to do that in in the sport? Yeah, that's insane. it is. Like, it how is do cool. you make, how, do, how do you make these other professionals look like they they've been playing for a week, sort of thing, right? And that's just like the massive appeal. And I'd love to go to an esports event live one day. I haven't had chance yet. Let's do it. Well, being in, let's being do it, in Andy. Melbourne, you and me. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. Let's live. Let's let's go there and let's let's set up our like laptop and let's live talk about we're here. Yes. We're at the tournament. <laughs> our 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 fifteen subscribers come check us out. <laughs> we're cool. It's a bold move, Kev. Let's see if it pays off. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I know I've never been either. John's tried to get me to go a few times. Um. The hard part for me is it's never it's not like here in DC, you know. Nothing mm. n- nothing but disappointment ever happens in DC <laughs> and like so now it's always such a trip to go anywhere and I'm yeah. always just like I'm I'm sorry but if I'm mm. going to make a big trip it's going to be for more than an esport, you know. Um yeah. But I agree. I think it would be cool to go. I think it would be definitely mm. be cool to go sometime. Um and I I get that. Like I like I said I don't really watch this stuff but it's it's kind of like those moments where even I guess if I were going to relate it to myself where like I'm playing, like I'm playing league. Right. And I've not Mm -hmm. felt very confident. And then I get used to playing a character so much that I start doing things reactively, not thinking about it. And people are like, wow, great job. And I'm like, what did I do? And then I realized what I did. I just like, I just pressed my button. What do you mean? (laughs) Well, but then you realize that actually you did do something, but you had sort of a subconscious decision-making path because you've gotten so used to it that you don't yeah you don't need to think about it anymore and these people are that on steroids yes and that's impressive and then when they and then when they do that play that they've thought about you're just like how did you even think of that never mind do it <laughs> right yeah, yeah exactly Insane. so it's it, that is pretty cool 
Yeah, I mean, here in Melbourne, there's the the Expo Centre and there's, they do the Melbourne Esports Open stuff. So I'm looking forward to kind of getting into that scene because it's right on my doorstep now. It's right. maybe a 20 minute drive away. So that's right be there to, to get to in the future. So I will I will review. I will let you know just how good it is. And then we, we can go together because you, you're coming to PAX Australia at some point. I, I, yeah, it I might have not to be do next it. Year. It might be two years, three years from now, but you're coming. Well, Andy, Andy, everybody loves you more than they love me, so you just got to become a rich streamer and fly me out to Oz. I'll try. I'll try my best. I'll try my best. <laughs> if uh, Thermal Take, if you're watching, um, I'm open for sponsorships. Elgato, what if? Yeah, what if? What if? What if? Um, but yeah, no, uh, I, I definitely agree. It's, it's pretty... It's pretty impressive, and uh, I am actually interested to see how much more it grows. I think as technology advances and our generation becomes the moms and dads who sit on the couch Mm -hmm. watching football more, um, networks and stuff are going to start, you know, catering to us. You know, eventually the boomers will die, I hope. and (laughs) Until they discover invincibility. (laughs) And and until they discover whatever like Kanye or Keanu, I mean, is on, you know, to keep him <laughs> yes. immortal. I'm, um, I mean, he's been gone for a long time, and he he's aged maybe a day. Yeah, I mean, he's at least he's in his fifties, but he looks at least twenty. <laughs> yeah, he's like twenty nine at the most. He's not even hit thirty yet in terms of looks. Right, right. He looks, he looks younger than I do. <laughs> yeah. That's impressive. That is impressive. Um, I think it's all of the shooting people. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, um, um, so a bit of a change of subject. Um, death Speaking stranding. of boomers dying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the death stranding is the boomer death of the universe. The boomer death of the universe. Death stranding is coming out like immediately. Um, yes. It is out here in the Eastern world for us of us living in the future. Are the you, Death Stranding has happened. Are you excited for Norman Reedus and his funky fetus walking <laughs> across the plains? Oh, you have special powers no. like hit people with a box and pee. Now, I might get some backlash for this, but I'm not ex- I am honestly not excited at all. What, you don't want to watch Kojima's latest ejaculation? Sorry, I mean, play it. Because you're totally playing and not just watching. I mean, Metal Gear Solid 4 was a really great movie for the PS3, but, you know, supposedly it was a game. I mean, that that's my issue, right? The All the, the hype machine and the all the stuff that was put out by Kojima, all I ever saw was, here's a visual, here's a visual, here's a visual, here's Mad, here's Mad Mickelson, smoking his norman reedus kind of sat down with a funky fetus yes his his norman reedus looking broody his mad mickelson looking like he could both slit your throat and make love to you at the same time and you'd enjoy it here's uh, (laughs) a his baby butt yeah here's nothing but aesthetic here appreciate my art and i'm just like but 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 kojima-san I want to play a video game. <laughs> Listen, if you don't appreciate this, then you're not a real gamer because games aren't just for playing. They're also for watching. And 
but it doesn't look interesting to watch to me either. Here's the thing. If people think it's fun, if it turns out to be fun, then I'll absolutely give it a chance, right? But mm. so far, like you've said, all we've seen is that Norman Reedus and his jar of baby cross the <laughs> continent um, carrying things. And yeah. the plot is is that you're building strands because Kojima only speaks some English. And what he really means is you're just building connections between communities in a post-apocalyptic world by carrying boxes and mail. And occasionally yeah. dudes with prods want your mail. So you got to pee on them until you can get away. And yeah. sometimes black jizz monsters will attempt to make you explode but yeah. because Norman Reedus has special powers, he won't die from it. But he has to use the power of his funky fetus to see the jizz ghosts so he can try to sneak past them. Also, there's yeah. rain that makes you t age. <clears throat> yeah. And you have, to eat, you have to eat a giant water bear to survive it. Um, yeah, like, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to enjoy from a gameplay perspective perspective when it Wait, comes to death stranding why aren't you excited to face off against uh die hard man die hard man <laughs> oh, real God, name real name yeah die hard man that's his real <laughs> that is his real name i'm like not it's die hard man i've just got i've got the character cast up here you've got so. dead man yeah and heart man <laughs> With the special power to fucking die. <laughs> See, oh, like how, how many times can he do it, Kev? How many <laughs> At least once. <laughs> At, least, At once. least once. I'm going to use my die move. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, donkey. I'm yeah. going to use my die move. Oh, but man, it starts off so normal. It's like, oh, so Death Stranding features Sam. Okay, pretty normal name. Norman Reedus is Sam. Oh, let's see. There's, there's Amelie, you know, there's, yeah, okay, that's a pretty nice girl's name. And yeah. then you've got Cliff. You've got Cliff. Yeah. Cliff, that's a, that's a fairly new one, normal name. And Higgs. Higgs. So you've got, I mean, you know, Higgs doesn't look normal. Maybe. He's got a golden like, skull for a face. <laughs> but in terms of names, you can think like, oh, you just call someone by the last name, like, how's it going, Higgs? Yeah. Instead yeah, of calling sure. him like Craig or something. Yeah. Just like, oh, how's it going, Higgs? It's oh, like, oh, yeah, Craig. pretty cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm Craig. coming for you. <laughs> but then it hits you with Die Hard Man. <laughs> like, or Fragile. Death yeah. Death Stranding coming to cinemas featuring Die Hard Man. Heart man, mama. <laughs> yeah, mama. Great. I mean, I, I'm sure there is a plot here. It's just no one knows yeah. what it is, and um, that, that's what they get pretty secret. So, and and I think I mean, who, who knows? Who knows? The thing is, is I'm I'm not making a judgment. I'm just making fun of what's available. We'll see. Yeah. But I have to admit, unless there's a real gameplay feature, I mean, honestly, I read one review which was mm. also fairly vague and it just came across to like, it's an experience, not an activity. Yeah, and and, that's, it, it, that's and I was like, and then they were like, they're like, if you really were looking for an action packed adventure, there's a lot of time just moving through vistas. And I'm like, all right, what is this gone home? Like, what are like, are yeah. we really playing a game or is this just I, like a, a nature see, I, adventure? I think, I think that's a fine thing to do is, 
you know, go for the story, go for the experience. That's a fine thing to do in a game. But I think from what I've seen, Death Stranding has gone about it the wrong way. Right. You know, I if I if I think story, I think experience and, you know, something that I kind of participate in, but I'm mostly there to watch the characters. I think, you know, the Telltale games. Sure, yeah. Like the Wolf Among Us, the Walking Dead ones, you know. You, you kind of watch this story unfold by putting in your input and kind of seeing where it goes. It's like choose your own adventure book, essentially, as a video right. game. And I think Death Stranding is trying to do that, but it looks like it's very laborious for you to experience any kind of like this story and visual elements that Kojima has been, for lack of a better term, like shoving down our throats on Twitter for the past year. Honestly, I think it was a disappointment that PT got cancelled. Because he was working with an actual movie director, and I, I think at his core, Kojima wants to make movies. Yeah, you can. I think you can definitely see that. If, looking at Death Stranding, I'm like, if this was turned into a movie, the potential for this is fantastic. Sure, or or a TV this. series. Like, I mean, if he wants yeah. to make long form, like things that don't end after two hours, sure, make make a Netflix series, whatever. Like, mm. I, I don't have a problem with his endeavor to create cinema level entertainment. Right. Yeah, I just wish that it arts. was for like not a game. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, like I totally agree. I don't need to pay $60 for this experience, you know, mm. while I hold a controller and wait for the quick time event, you know. Um yeah. I actually I, that's something I always hated when you'd be like in a cutscene and it would be a cool cutscene in a game and then suddenly it's a quick time event and yes, I die because I like, I set my controller boom, boom, down boom, boom, like boom. I was like I set my controller yeah, yeah, down. You're trying you're trying to take in like this this big event, right? Yeah, like, I, I don't know. G- we'll, give me we'll give me that movie or Netflix series, and I'm sure he would do fantastic things. And it, it was sad from what he's already produced it, because you just would. Silent Hills, I think, was going to do it because I think I think you can do a cinematic, almost movie like interactive experience with horror that you Definitely. can't do with any other type of game. And so I think he really had a chance to make a game that was a movie with Silent Hills, mm-hmm. and the fact that that got canceled is a real disappointment because I think he's, he's gone and he's made death stranding and we've been tempted with whale corpses and handprints for years. And now I'm looking at it and I'm going great. My special power is peeing like, thanks yeah. Kojima son, you know, yeah. and everyone's like, Oh I mean, my God, Kojima, I'm going to ejaculate. Like, I love you so much. <laughs> you look at it and you look at how in the process, you know, what he shows behind the scenes of how he's been making it and how he's been working with Mickelson and he's been working with Norman Reedus and their reaction to it is they're reading the script and like, Oh, this is they're They're looking at it from the viewpoint of, you know, we worked in TV, we've worked in movies before. Like mm-hmm. I'm looking at a script for that and it's fantastic. But then you translate that to the video game and it's just, Ooh, you know, I mean, if, if if he can impress Mickelson and Reedus with a script, then just, I, I, yeah, like you said, just do a movie. Just do a movie instead of a video game, and I'm sure I would love it, but this does not interest me at all. Yeah, well, we'll see, we'll see. Like I said, I mean, I I haven't played it yet. I've yeah, had one review, um, and, and I'm just talking about it from the perspective of the one review and what I've seen. Um, yeah, You know, I have a lot of games to review and I haven't done like a quick review or any of that stuff in a while. I mean, I did Blair Witch, which wasn't a quick review and Hmm. I reviewed Joker, which isn't a game. Um, Yeah. 
So, you know, I don't know if I'm going to ever get around to spending money to do this when I've got so many other games in my pocket right now that I want to review. I mean, I've been wanting to review my friend Pedro for a while, and I just never did it, even though mm. I planned to. Um, <laughs> so, like, I think I'll just let someone else handle this multi-day long experience of, of, of a game. But it may be good, and I'm not going yeah. to say it won't be. I'm just going to say that I don't have a and, strong desire to experience it and find out myself. Yeah, that's definitely fair. I mean, luckily Twitch exists. Luckily Mixer exists, you know, streaming platforms where you can, you can tune in, have a look at what other people are doing. Yeah. Um, this morning before we came on here, I was, I was having a quick look, just, you know, see how it's playing, see what people are up to, see what they're doing. And there's a... There was, at the time of looking, 102,000 people watching on Twitch. So I'm interested to see how that number kind of jumps up with the North American release. And yeah, we'll maybe see. we'll see some higher numbers tomorrow. A lot, of, a lot um, of Americans have a massive boner for Kojima. So mm. because he took American spy stuff and then let you get peed on on an offshore oil rig. <laughs> and that somehow speaks to North Americans. Oh yeah, oil and pee. <laughs> yes, I've never. I, I don't know. I, I, maybe it's just me, but Kojima's insistence on including pee in games is interesting. Mm. <laughs> um, mm. you know, speaking of Kojima, I will say one thing: the one of the best things that ever came out of one of his games, uh, the song "Snake Eater." I I was singing oh. that while walking to lunch today. I love that song. I give my life not for honor, but for you. Oh, beautiful! beautiful. <laughs> sing me to sing me to sleep, Kevin. Give me more than three hours of sleep a night, please. In my time, there'll <laughs> be no one else. Oh, I don't have a lighter. Just <laughs> I need one right now. This is what I need. Don't worry. That's like the extent. Like if. I, I can't <laughs> sing below a low, t like above a low tone. Like once you ask me to do one of those, like, ah, I just start to like fuck it up. Like <laughs> it's not even that my voice breaks. It just doesn't go there. <laughs> it just fails. <laughs> um, but yes, Death Stranding that came out and other releases. I mean, it's not technically new, right? But Red Dead Redemption 2 has officially released for the pc albeit it is just on the the rockstar kind of launcher thing right now so which, i'm me i'm gonna be the unpopular one this time oh it's your turn okay go for it go for it hit me with it i never finished rdr2 it mm. was really got really boring like I know. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I love Red Dead Redemption. It was like one of my favorite. I call it Grand Theft Horses. And I yes. loved it. I loved it. And I did have fun with Red Dead Redemption too. I, 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 it was actually one of the first games I ever streamed. Um, oh. I streamed it straight from my PlayStation because back then I know what the mm. fuck I was doing. I um, didn't have a capture card. But no, no, I've got one now. Surely, I've got one now. I got a couple. Um, hey. And uh, Elgato sponsor. What if? What um, 
So, guys, if you're listening, just email Elgato. Tell him that we need money. <laughs> Someone, please. Let me quit my job, please. Um, but, you know, so <laughs> the the thing is, is that I, I, I did have fun. I mean, I played it quite a bit. And the thing is, is what I enjoy from Red Dead Redemption is sort of the, the Grand Theft Auto sort of freedom, right? So I liked going out and yeah. finding the rare horse. I did all of the hunts that the game would let me do without continuing the main story. There are certain hunts you just straight up can't do until a certain point. Mm-hmm. The, the monster won't or the animal won't show up like the giant crocodile. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I enjoyed that. But the main story so uh, or, or the one where you're tracking down the killer i love that one the cannibal guy like tracking that guy down was such a fun quest line and that's a complete side quest you just find a corpse under a railroad you know and it's just like mm. what is this i loved that and and the gameplay is fun i love the the shooting the guns i like the slow-mo like line up your shots yeah. and then rapid fire i love all of it but they made the map even bigger than the first game but they didn't fill it mm. with additional content and so what you did was you'd go get with your band of misfits. You know, last time you were a deputy, right? Mm. Like, that's what you ended up doing is is the FBI told you you got to do this or we're going to fucking kill you. <laughs> IRS, and, open up. <laughs> right. And then, and then sorry, sorry, the, the, the Bureau of Investigation, not the FBI. They were not the yes. Federal Bureau back then. Um they and and then you ended up like doing some bounty hunting and i guess you i think you got deputized by the sheriff of armadillo i can't remember uh, it's been so long since i played red dead one um i don't remember you you kind of you yeah you you end up working for them at least to try and like pay off some debt or something and keep yourself out of trouble right and then there's the whole thing with you know that inevitably goes wrong but and, anyway, the point is, is that yeah. I, I didn't really feel like Dutch and all of them were nearly as endearing as I wanted them to be. And I think John Marston being like in the first Red Dead was a lot more mm. interesting of a character and dynamic. And his sort of plot of being on the side of the law now was really interesting. And it was a sort of a juxtaposition. You're an outlaw on the side of the law. Um, yeah. Whereas this was back to just, it was sort of like Grand Theft Auto, like you're the criminal, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, I didn't See, find, I I, and so before I acquiesce to the, the give you the mic, you know, um, <laughs> I want to conclude that my point is, is that it reached a point for me where the map was so big and you would mm. literally ride your horse for 15 straight minutes with Dutch just talking then you would do five minutes of playing the game and then 15 minutes of riding back to camp with Dutch just talking. <laughs> and I don't give a shit what Dutch had to say. I'm not Have here a for that. Goddamn faith. <laughs> right. Like for the fifth time. And I reached a point where I was going, I can't do anything else except mm. the main story. And right. I know the conclusion of this story because it's told to you in the first this is a prequel it's not really red dead redemption 2 you know it's red dead redemption prequel the pre-sequel <laughs> like and so that's that's why so when everyone's like mm. oh my god it's coming out for the computer i'm like and 
I wish they had just led with that because I don't want mm. to play it a second time. Yeah, I, I think because I, I haven't played because I don't have any consoles. Okay. So I I haven't played Red Dead Two, and being a huge fan of Red Dead One, I've only watched kind of beginning parts and the occasional little snippets. I have absolutely no idea what the main story elements of Red Dead Redemption Two are. Um, so in terms of story-wise and gameplay-wise, I have seen almost nothing. Mm-hmm. So I can't really comment on that. So I'm I'm just I'm excited to get my hands on it. And like you said, what I don't like is that the PC version took like 14 months mm-hmm. <laughs> to come out after the console. And they originally said they were never going to do that. Yeah, because part of, part of you is like cause they did it with. GTA 5, right? GTA 5 came out on the PC a lot longer after the console release. And, you know, people bought it twice. Hmm. Going back to Blizzard Activision from last week, hmm, how much maybe can we make money? Rockstar, what are you thinking? Oh, let's just let's release it for the consoles at bare bones level and then release the real game for PC later and have people like just be thinking oh they put in so much extra work instead of releasing a finished product all at the same time so <laughs> let's give them more money for all that hard work they've done for for making red dead redemption 2 enhanced for the pc just oh, oh you could you know here's the thing all at the same time i think you'll have fun playing it it's not a bad game it's just that mm. what makes it good the things i would have included were like fast travel not being attached to locations I think I would have just done map control fast travel. Like anywhere that was a point of interest, you could fast travel to it once you've been there before. I think that's that would have been correct because they made the map so much bigger, but there's nothing in between. It's just empty. Yeah, there's there's only so fast a horse can go compared to a car in GTA, right? Right, and and bigger (laughs) doesn't necessarily mean better if there's nothing in it. Um, Mm. It could be good, but... And then I think their other major mistake was where you start missions versus where the mission needs to take you. It really was a killer for me without any spoilers when there was a mission where Dutch and I had to get on a fucking cart and drive all the way to this like swamp, do something. Hmm. And it's a location I had been to before for a different mission. That was another thing. A lot of missions and quests reused the same location, but it was just suddenly like, like, Two minutes earlier, I was there doing one thing, and then this next mission says, they've been cooking cocaine here for 100 billion years. And I'm like, I was here 15 minutes ago rescuing orphans. What are you talking about? Mm, And now all of a sudden, there's like like moonshine distilleries here. And I'm like, where was that? They've just boiled down the orphans in the past 15 minutes. Like, let's make some real moonshine. And I'm just like, and, and, but you have to, to get there, you have to start at camp and then ride with Dutch. And go and, all the way. And you over. can't go your speed. You have to go his speed or you fail the mission. So mm. you have to follow Dutch all the way there. It wasn't on a cart, sorry, he was on his own horse. But like you had to follow him all the way there, and it just took so long. And then you get there, and it's a very short section when you're there. Yeah. And then the mission isn't over. You have to ride and talk with him more. <laughs> and that's so boring and and that was the one that made me go i think i'm done it was like mm-hmm. the game burned me out too soon due yeah. to these kinds of features 
And I, what I really loved, you know, was just sort of doing my thing yeah. and then eventually getting to the main story stuff. And that's how I am with Grand Theft Auto. I spend an inordinate yeah. amount of time doing not the main story. Yeah, same. Um, so I think you will have fun. Yeah. It was fun. I just never finished it, which... Yeah. I'm going to be waiting for the, the Steam release just, you know, for, to make it easy for myself. I don't want a million launches everywhere. What? what? Um, it's just a launcher, bro. You're not a real gamer want... if you don't have more launchers. I don't want it. Just give it to me all in one place. Give me, give me my options. And my option and my way of doing it is if I can put it all in one folder... Hey, guess what? It's neat, and I know where everything is. I tried to explain to someone once why I didn't want Epic Launcher, like why I just refused to use Epic. And they're like, but it's so good. You know, you get all these free stuff. And I'm like, yeah, and I have Game Pass, and I'm also not poor, so it's like whatever. Yeah. And they're like, but it's just a launcher. Why do you care? And I'm like, because I, I don't want it. But Epic's not <laughs> evil. And I'm like, I never said they were. Well, it's, they're yeah. not stealing for China. I also didn't say that. Well, then why <laughs> won't you download it? Because just don't want it. And hear me out. I do not desire to possess the Epic Game Store launcher. I do not wish to download it. I do not wish to install it. And I do not wish to use it. I'm trying to think. When I think Epic Launcher, I'm like there is Fortnite. Uh-huh. Borderlands 3. Yep. And then... I mean, there are some other I, things. There's like yeah. Metro Exodus came out on it. Um, Phoenix Point is coming out exclusively yeah. for it. But, but funny story, Metro Exodus PC is on Game Pass and so is Phoenix mm -hmm. Point. And so is Outer Worlds. Yep. I have managed to enjoy all of the exclusivity without once using Epic Store. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the only game that I'm missing from not having the Epic Store is Borderlands 3 because, you know, I like the Borderlands franchise in the series. And that's the only the only game that, honestly, I can't get anywhere else right now. Yeah. And Six-month deal, who know, cares? I, like, I can wait. Yeah, me honestly. too. Honestly, I can wait. I've got a lot of other games to finish playing. I don't need to buy Borderlands 3 right now. And... I'd play it with my friends who also don't own it right now anyway, so... Like me? There's absolutely no reason for me to... Yes, we can play Borderlands 3 together. We can we can squad up. Can I... So long as I can be a siren lady with six arms who I want to step on me, then I'm... Why do that. you to... <laughs> have to be the super strong muscle mommy? Like... Because I'm a, I'm a beefcake, Kevin. Okay, fine. Can, I'm going to be... Can... I'm going to be the girl inside of a mech. Special power diva. Nice. nice. That's right. <laughs> that way I get to... See, I'm the lucky one. You have to play muscle mommy, but I get to look at you. Oh, 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 now you've... Oh, now you've raised an interesting point. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I will say, I... Is it Flack? He was the robot-y guy, I think, yeah. who's voiced by um, someone or Pro-ZD. How dare you call <laughs> Flack a he? Flack identifies as an it, actually, according to them. Okay, Kevin. Huh? 2019, by the way. It is 2019. Yes. 
where we care about the gender identity of robots (laughs) I, I love his um his content that he puts on YouTube and stuff, and I'm so glad that he got, you know, the gig voicing that. Yeah, it, it makes me so happy because you you can hit you can still hear him past all the post processing effects, and I just you know every now and again I'll I'll catch a voice line if I when I was watching people play Borderlands Three just to you know see what it was like get the grasp of it, and I was just like, hey, hey, that's Pro ZD. I know that guy. <laughs> like every now and again, it just made me really happy. It's just a, as a side note. No, it's good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I agree. We'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I'm willing to play it when it comes out, and I, I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting yeah. for any of this stuff. Because uh, mm. I got a million games. Um, I'm actually thinking of doing a replay. So, you know, I'm on Mixer now. When I was first yes. on Twitter, you know, like when Metro Exodus first came out, I streamed it but i was playing on my playstation um mm. but now i kind of want to do a replay through it but now stream it on mixer uh you got infinite power with the pc right because i'm so much more powerful than i used to be <laughs> um <laughs> that'll be that'll be fun but uh but yeah i i don't know we'll see with with all mm. this exclusivity stuff it has to die eventually but i I, yeah. I don't even think it's a war i just don't care i will not yeah. use epic store and they will never convince me to, and it's not a boycott. It's just a personal lack of interest. Yeah, I yeah. The the thing that I hate is, and that we can just rant about this a little bit, or you can tell me, Andrew, shut up. Either way, but I I tell people all the time, oh, I'm not gonna buy that game on the Epic Store, and they're just like, oh, it's just the Epic Store, just buy it. Like you all too. This stuff about- all this stuff about the epic launcher and all the China and leaking your information stuff. Oh, that's just bullshit. Just get the epic launcher and buy the game. But, but then my argument was never that. Right? right. My argument was I don't like the fact that Epic are going out there and just saying, you know, this could be released on all platforms, but we're going to throw money at it. So hopefully you throw money at us. I don't agree with that. Yeah. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spend my money to let them think that that's a good idea for them to do. I don't want that in the gaming industry at all. I don't want this forced exclusivity by just throwing money I always at it. hated exclusivity. I hated it when it was a console thing. Why why yeah. does anyone think that now that it's on launchers that that yeah, I'm going to support it? The, the next step, <laughs> the, the whole idea of the PC gaming right was that you had so many options, everything was so open, you know. You can customize, you can do everything, and you know it's just there for you. There's forever backwards compatibility, and then it's just like, oh, let's just add exclusives to PC via launches. And I'm just like, fuck off, <laughs> come on. Yeah, I, I moved away from Xbox and PS4 to you know in, enjoy all those benefits of the PC, and now you you doing that to me with launches anyway and and you know what here's the thing people go well you download other launchers and i go yeah begrudgingly like <laughs> like i you think i like i mean forget china I, even though it's you know blizzard launcher like i hate it but at least it mm-hmm. functions and yeah. uh i hate i hate play with a goddamn passion it is the worst trash so broken it's so bad do you know okay get this it took me like a month to get into my uplay account to play division two with my friends because mm. because i my password wasn't working and i kept resetting it 
and I would reset it correctly and then it wouldn't work and I would try three different ways and then it would tell me you're locked out for an hour. Yeah. And I call, I would call them, I would email them and they'd tell me I've reset it for you. And they would keep saying I've reset it and I'd be like, I need you to tell me what the password is. Oh, that's against our policy. And I'm like, listen, mm. it's not working. Well, did you try this? I have tried, I, I talked to the Twitter account and three different customer service reps and none of them got it right until the final guy. I was desperate. I was angry. I told him, listen, mm. I'm not being an asshole here, but like I have done everything you've asked me the 20th time over. I'm not retarded. I work in IT. Like my product is online. Like I'm a product manager for a digital product. I tech I I troubleshoot people's shit every day. I I know. I've tried turning it off and on again. Like please. <laughs> I what I am telling you is that there is something wrong with the password reset function it's not happening something in your database isn't updating even though i'm following the steps mm. i need you to do something on the back end to force the issue and he said okay just try doing it for me one more time and i did it and it worked and i think he changed the password on the back end and then had me change it again because him doing it forced the update and fixed whatever the error was. Yeah. But they wouldn't admit that because yeah, that's against their not. shitty corporate policy. Where is Ubisoft based? Like in hell? Like, I don't know. Like Probably. Sat Satan's asshole because nothing of theirs yeah. works. I, I mean, mean, even if you have the game on Steam, it's like, oh, I'm opening it up on Steam. And then it's like, oh, suddenly you pay, you play opens up as well. I'm just like, why? I hate it so much. Come on. Let me just think, use... What is it? God, I hate it. I have it. Rainbow Six Siege and I have... It's like The Great War. And they're like the, the two games. Like The Great War's the... I love the Anno like games, so I have those. Oh, I don't have any of the Anno games. I love Anno. Um, and I, then wanted I... To, I wanted to play Anno for, for a while, though, but... I, I looked at it and I was like, you play? No, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. You play is, is a disaster. And so you play is a perfect example of why I don't want, I just don't want another launcher. Like, I just there's don't no want to deal with good. it. Yeah, there's no guarantee that it's, it's not going to be absolute, just the worst experience on mm. God's green earth. It's just terrible. So, um, anyway, with, with, you know, with that in mind, Maybe we should uh, devote our last little bit of time to something else. And my, my webcam's messing up. I'm not exactly sure why. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit of flicker. At it the doesn't end. happen when I'm streaming. It only seems to happen during these calls. I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> my Australian in internet is infecting you. Yeah, probably. You're, just, you're getting my diseases. I think that my, uh... I think that the the quality is too high for the server we have to connect to to <laughs> talk to each other. Maybe, um, maybe. But anyway. Uh, so I know you had one other thing you mentioned to me you wanted to talk about. Mm. Let's see if you can remember it. Was it the BlizzCon recap? Oh, yeah, we were going to sort of recap that. We did mention in our last podcast that we were going to quickly sort of go over that. Um, nothing really, nothing else really came out, though, no. did it? Is There's a little bit of Diablo 4 footage that, you know, granted, it has a skill tree, which we, we talked about, but, you know, not much else. People have complained about itemization already, where it's just, 
you know, the special effects mean jack all, it seems like. You just go for the biggest attack number. Anything special added on is worthless unless it's got a higher attack stat or defense stat, so... I, I, we'll see. I had one we'll friend see. who was like, oh, there's mounts! And I'm just like, yeah, yeah what's the value add there? Like, this isn't World of Warcraft. <laughs> like, if you can't traverse uh, the map without a mount, then that's just a design flaw. That's not an improvement. Like, I mean, what? Yeah, last thing a dungeon crawler needs a mount. We went, we went over that. It's just, give me a dungeon. Yep. Why do I need a horse, right? Yep. Why do I need a horse? I want to go dungeon? inside... And I want to say hi to my skeleton bros and kill some zombies and yeah. get some Diablo, loot. <laughs> Diablo 1 did it right where, you know, you're you're all in, you're in the same town the entire time. And once you reach a certain point, you can go through that cracked fissure in the ground behind the hut to get to hell. Instead of going <laughs> through everything and getting on a mountain going for, for so long. Just go through the cracked fissure because, you know... You've seen what's at the bottom. You climbed up. Now you know how to climb back down. <laughs> <laughs> I um yeah. So I mean, nothing really came out of that. I I mean, you know, what was interesting. I will say this. I I I've seen some people, and I, I really don't understand why everyone is so like defending Blizzard and like downplaying the protests. The people are like, oh, the protest was minor, and nobody seemed to care. And you know, I have a friend in Hong Kong. Well, an acquaintance. We we played video games mm. together, and and I asked, you know, what what's stop it camera and i asked the question i was like you know what do you think people are downplaying it and he says i think it's great any visibility matters and yeah, and anyone who says that they're ineffectual is an idiot because we see it and the world sees it the government saw it your government you know and and that's important and mm -hmm. and i think it's sort of interesting it's like it's kind of like when someone says well it's kind of like the the epic launcher thing people say you know, well, you're boycotting Epic doesn't stop them. They're still winning. And I'm like, is it, what do you mean winning? Like, they're not getting my money. Well, they don't need your yeah. money. Well, then why do they so badly want to convince me to spend it with them? Like, yeah. it's oh, it's one I of those things, it, it, it's one of those things, you know, where I'm just sitting there and I'm going like, if only 10% of people refuse to give you money or support you, that's still 10% market share you're not getting it's still something like i don't understand yeah. why you would try to downplay that and say well you're just losing out it's like but i don't want it hmm. i want to support I mean, this there was there were some comments that that i've heard in because i was i was talking about this on my stream right uh, links down below for people watching on youtube it's right there oh yeah um, there's the links to our streams <laughs> come say hi yeah come on over um but i was talking about this when it comes to because it was after we did the podcast last week and I was talking about, oh, we did a little bit on the podcast talking about Overwatch 2 and I was just like, I'm not going to buy anything from Blizzard. You know, I'm going to vote with my wallet. And there were some comments just like, voting with your wallet doesn't work. Yeah, it does. Well, what do you mean? Like, it's it's a business. They want money. Sure, I might be one person, but, you know, if enough people vote with their wallets, just like how in a regular democracy, if enough people go out and vote for a candidate... Or, you know, if enough people recycle, mm -hmm. then, you know, it makes that difference. It it takes people voting with their wallets and standing by that decision and not crawling back to Blizzard when they don't agree with it just because the new game looks shiny. Well, that would be that... like saying that would be like saying that my party is never going to win. So why vote for them? Like that happened to me in an election where I, you know, a few yeah. people found out that I didn't vote 
for either of the major candidates and they said, oh, well, then you wasted your vote. And I'm like, no, wasting my vote would be voting for someone I don't want. Like, like, how is it a wasted vote? It's my vote. Well, your party didn't win. Well, I would have lost if I voted for the people I didn't like. So it's. Yeah. And and I I agree. You've got to, you know, not no one person is in most scenario is going to make a difference. No. But, you know, it's one person does it, two people do it. Like, it adds up over time, you know. If suddenly 10,000 people have cancelled their World of Warcraft Classic and retail subscriptions, hey, guess what? You are not going to go to that one person once you see that there's 10,000 saying, oh, yours didn't matter because there's 9,999 other people doing it. Well, say that to the other 9,999 people and what's the effect, right? Well, and more to the point, like, what's wrong with standing by your principles? Yeah, like, what, why is it losing? Just, it? What, 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 is, what is wrong with saying, even though it might not change anything, I wish to stand by my beliefs and principles? Like, yeah. should I not stand by my beliefs and principles just because... The game looks interesting. Or, or looks because other people there. are going to play the game? Like, yeah. I would rather be I mean, satisfied with myself. Yeah. And so that comment, that comment that it, and, and also I want to say one thing as a guy who works at a company that's goal is to make profit and uh, I'm a product manager and my job is for my product to make money. And mm-hmm. I have objectives and goals that I have to get this product to achieve certain number thresholds. Uh, mm-hmm. If you choose not to buy because I did something that affects me. Yeah. Every sale actually matters because I've priced things at a price point where I I know it'll sell, but also will try to get mm-hmm. as much profit as I can, which means that yeah. every lack of sale is a bad thing. And I want yeah. to win your business and I don't want to lose any mm-hmm. of it. I don't like giving mm-hmm. refunds, you know, and yeah. I don't like giving discounts. So like, like that's that's the thing, right? You could you could sell your product at like a 50% off and like this is hypothetical. I'm not saying like you sell your product 50% off, still make a profit. I'm just right. gonna like make a hypothetical thing here. That you could you could sell your product at 50% off and people are like, oh, this is yeah, this is what I wanted. Okay, I'll get that. But then if your support for said product is shitty and you don't listen to your consumer base, they're just gonna withdraw that, vote with their wallet, go for someone else who's doing like a better job and you know, offers a product similar. You know, you you can have the same product, but then have better service. Or in Blizzard's case, you can have a good product, but if your business practice is shitty and people don't like that, they're gonna not go for your business, right? Yep. And you know, the the whole thing with voting with your wallet doesn't work is just untrue. Stop it, camera. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just really annoyed. I don't know why it suddenly started yeah. happening. I think it's the, it's the same with pre. I, I hate the whole pre-order thing where, oh, if you pre-order, you get this exclusive thing. No, stop trying to bait me with pre-orders. Oh, yeah. Make I, sure, like, I don't me, even care anymore. Like, like don't. I, I refuse yeah. to pre-order anymore. Um, I've only actually started doing it because of Epic Store. I've started pre-ordering things on Steam if I think Epic might try to poach it so that I can mm. guarantee that I'll get it on steam. Mm, that's fair. That's, that's, that's fair. it's just to get I, the I middle finger it, to Epic. 
I, <laughs> I don't think I've pre-ordered a game in, uh, let's see, 10, 11 years. No, honestly. no, no. Honestly. I, I don't, for anything else, um, yeah. well, and that's not true. I did, I did pre-order Modern Warfare a while back, and that's because I was worried I wouldn't have the money later. So I did an mm. upfront full payment and calculated that in. Um, yeah. And then never thought about it again. Um, because I was, I was about to, like, I was saving up to buy a car yeah. and I was like, all right, I want to do this now, not when I have yeah. car payments. But, um, yeah. but, but, uh, the last game that I pre ordered was the Anno 18, before Modern Warfare was the Anno 1800. Oh, the, newest, the newest Anno. Um, when I heard they might be going Epic exclusive and then they did. Mm. And so, but I have it on Steam, right? And so I was like, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. Um, but and it's just, that's in it. general shitty practice. Oh, I just, hate it. I, yeah. I'm I'm sick of seeing the shitty practice where it's, you know, we'll we'll offer you something exclusive to a pre-order to guarantee we get our money, and then if it's broken on day one, ha, we still got your money. Yeah, I hate that too. <laughs> good, good job. Like I hate that shit. So, well, I'd, I'd like to see a lot less of that, and you know, I I think there's nothing wrong with voting with your pre- wallet. If, Anyone if people who th- stop pre-ordering. <laughs> yeah, I think I think there's nothing wrong with choosing to vote with your wallet. And I think that calling it ineffectual or calling a protest ineffectual, honestly, I think it's sour grapes. And I think it's being egotistical because you want people want to validate their decisions mm. by invalidating yours. You know, I'm not I mean, going to tell why someone console that to do this. Happen, right? That's oh, why yeah. the console wars happen. So, oh, I, Xbox is better. Why? Because I have an Xbox and I want to feel better about right. it. Right. I want to feel better about my $500 <laughs> or whatever that I spent. Yeah. Um, rather than just realizing that video games are video games and who the hell fucking cares? Like, yeah. um, but anyway, we are at our hour mark, hour and a minute. So, that time. uh, I think this was an excellent discussion, Andy. I always appreciate talking with you, you guys listening. If you made it this far, thank you so much for watching. You get, and the, golden, or you get the golden listening. mustache award. <laughs> you get the golden mustache award. Um, if you are on YouTube, please feel free to leave a comment. We love our comments and we always check them yeah. out. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple, hey, thanks for listening. And we'll be doing this again next week uh, yes. with, with more subjects. We'll see what comes up. Always seems that every week has new juicy things, more things than we can even talk about in an hour. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, doing this doing this weekly, if you want to subscribe, you want to follow, you want to, you know, you can follow the podcast on Spotify. So you can subscribe on YouTube. Um, on Apple, can you also follow podcasts? I, I believe so. I, yes, I mean I don't I've use any used... Apple products because I'm not no. bad, but like um... <laughs> I've never used the Apple ones. But you know, we do this thing weekly, so if you've enjoyed it and you want to check it out, do those. You'll get updated, and you know we've got us and we've got our stream information below for those of you on YouTube. So yes. if you want to pop into any of the streams and continue this conversation with us, like in depth you know feel free to do that too tell us how Comments. handsome we are and do, do how yes. sexually attracted each and every one of you is to our voices specifically um <laughs> we are down with the sickness so uh yes, anyways the as sickness for the thickness <laughs> the sickness for the thickness. we a couple of thick boys aren't we um, Ooh, baby. anyway thank you so much for listening and or watching i'm kevin and i'm Mandy, and then we will see you in the next episode Bye-bye. Bye.